the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Learn to Buy and Sell Cars with your host, Randy Adams. Randy has been in the business for decades and is ready to share with you everything you need to know about buying, selling, trading, and dealing with cars. And now, the host of Learn to Buy and Sell Cars, Randy Adams. The Adams Learn to Buy and Sell Cars. Having a great Saturday morning, I am. I'm just blessed to be here. A beautiful day in San Antonio, Texas. But you know what? The car business is a crazy, crazy business. Upside down. Everything's going on. And just like I tell all the preachers, let's take it to the Lord. Dear Heavenly Father, give us wisdom and knowledge. Give us the desires of our heart. But let that desires not go out of rage. Not to let them control us. Let us be blessed with your presence, learning and growing and understanding, being the best person we can be at all times. And I ask this all in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you, um, San Antonio. Fantasies. I put on Facebook, and, well, I text a bunch of people. I don't think I'd put it on Facebook. But, but fantasies, amazing about fantasies. Do we really think that car dealers are made for us. Yeah, they're there for us, and they're our friends. Friend or foe, I'm writing a book, and we've got a section. Thank you, Chuck Barnell, on friend or foe, because we're working on, would a friend take all the money they can from your budget? Would they switch you, change you, put you in something that's got a bigger bonus for them and not concern about your well-being? What about your budget? Don't. No, no, no. They can't spell budget. Don't bring up budget to them. Oh, man. And please don't. I keep hearing about these people that think they know how to buy a car when they walk into a dealership and they said, this is my payment, 400 and that's what I can buy that, and that's what I'm going to do. 400 I keep reminding you, that's like playing cards, playing canasta or hearts or something, and laying your hand down to your opponents. And it is opponents, because let me tell you something. They'll take hair hiding all and smile at you and tell you they love you. But if you don't come back for the next vehicle, they're not going to love you anymore. You've lost that love and feeling. Yeah, they don't love you anymore. If you don't buy every car from them, give them every opportunity to make all the money they can. And, you know, I even in my book, I talk about the structure of the business, the structure of the deal. You know, some of these guys, you know, the big-time billionaires, it's the deal. It's the creativity. It's the going on. That's the structure. It's putting the deals together. But in the car business, that's great thinking about that. It's great talking about it. Oh, man, isn't it wonderful? But money keeps this deal going. We play buying and selling cars with money. We keep score with money, and it's your money. So 
take my advice and do whatever your little heart desires. I hope that you are learning something from this show. I hope that you're improving. I hope you're not dreaming that you're going to be driving the best, the finest, unless you got cash. You know, I was raised that if you have half of it down, you can buy it. If you don't have half of it down, you're out. But cars have got so high. Overhead has got so high. I mean, when you start, I remember when I bought a 67 Camaro. Of course, now it was small motor, no power steering, no power brakes, no air, no frills, no ginger. Just a little old sneet yellow, black interior. I'll never forget that car. It's my first new car I bought. And the reason that I bought it is it was on super-duper sale because it didn't have no equipment. It was a base little old car. But it was 2200 I drove it for a short time and sold it and got my money out. But I got that feeling of having to own a new car. Hey, man, I was 18 years old, you know, in 67. I just barely got legal to sign a contract. And so I buy this new Camaro. I was so excited, so cool. All my friends were jealous. Oh, man, yeah. And, I, and that was pretty neat for a little country boy like me that didn't have anything growing up but buying and selling cars. I told my story on uh, on Movers and Shakers in San Antonio. It'll be coming up. We taped it the other day. Told about me. How I got in the business, how I started slow and I've grown. It'd be hard to get in the business today and to understand what I understand and know what I, I know. And that's why I tell people to specialize. But you need to specialize in your life. Specialize and focus. Know exactly what you can afford. Don't fantasize about what somebody else has or dream about owning the the super-duper car that you've never owned or the super-duper one. Yeah, you know, and we're seeing a lot of this, and it's fine. People buying older cars, and I'm driving today a 66 Bonneville convertible. Man, is it a cool car. And I love it, but I've owned it long enough the motor's cooled off. It's ready to sell. I drove it to the studio today. I'm going to drive it. Hey, I'm going to be out at Trader's Village. Um, and a car show. It's benefiting the military. Please think about it. Run out there. Hey, it's at Trader's Village right off of 410, uh, real close to 35 on the south side of town. I thank them for having the facility, and they're giving it to them or whatever they're working out. I don't know what the options are on that. But I'm going to be out there till about 3 o'clock. I'm leaving this show heading out that way. I don't know if I'm going to have enough uh, telephone power to, to last me all day. My phone may ring, run down. I don't have a, a charger with me. So, But I'm going to give out my phone number at the end of or toward the second half of the show. So hang around for my mobile number. You can call me direct. You can ask me any questions. 95% of my business right now is helping people answering questions. Uh, I had little lady show up at uh, Cornerstone Church Sunday night, asked me some questions and trying to help her out, let her understand her. Husband's passed away, and she didn't. he did all the car buying. But sometimes we get thrown into it, and he didn't have to buy because he was a lawyer, and the new car dealer he was a lawyer for furnished him a car. But so many people think they know 
And the changes in the business, and especially the last 50 years, has been tremendous, tremendous. And there's no way you can stay up on it. Give us a call here at the station. Thank you, KSLR, 630 AM. Sister station of K-Loop, and that's 930 AM. And I, we've got a little show going on there on, on Friday nights for till football starts out. And then I also have a show on uh, another station locally. It's Making Memories RV. It's, it's been a big hit. A lot of people like it, makingmemoriesrv.com. And we talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly about RVs and campers. I buy and sell lots of campers and RVs. I love them. I love camping. I love getting out. And this is an opportunity to learn more. We've got uh, Evergreen RV that's powering the show. They sponsor it. I take my consignments out there to sell them. Uh, we do a lot of business, have for the last seven or eight years. So if you get a chance, look up Evergreen RV or give them a call, 830-625-5500. Great, great people out there. And I, we're having a lot of fun with the show, Making Memories RV, so look it up. But give us a call here. There's no dumb questions. The only dumb questions are ones you don't ask because there's millions of them, millions of different situations. Go to 210-340-9585. Give me a call. That's 210-340-9585. I promise you I won't embarrass you. Uh, I have embarrassed an insurance agent one time, but that we were talking about his business. Because I've had so many people call and say, you know, you're right. I buy a brand new car, and the next year the value goes down, but the premium goes up. And the following year the value goes down, the premium goes up. Well, I've learned something in the insurance business and RVs. I did not know because I, I have an umbrella policy for everything that I buy in my business. But... Insurance on an RV is they tell you what it's worth all year long. So you buy a policy, and they give you a value on your RV. We need to do that in the car business. I've talked about it in Austin. I have a show up in Austin on Sunday afternoon, 2 to 3. You can look up at me up on Facebook. Start looking at Randy Adams, Inc. and liking it because we may switch everything over there soon because I'm filled up on friends. I think I've got a little space because we've deleted a few of the people from out of state and they have no interest. And so we're trying to make enough room for a good 5,000 listeners and people who are wanting to grow, wanting to understand, who want to be the best, who want to be right with their money because it's the worst investment we can make. Man, it loses money all the time. Costs money. Insurance, maintenance, breakage. One man makes breaks. I mean, that's why they, they sell warranties. Extended warranties? Oh, yeah. And I mean, there's a lot of warranty companies out there. But that was cool to talk to this insurance man on Making Memories RV because he explained to me, yeah, we give you that figure. Well, we need that figure today. I've when we had that severe hailstorm about a year ago, I had so many people I ran into and talked to that was paying fifteen hundred a year for full coverage insurance, and they got paid seven, eight, a thousand dollars for their cars. Why would you pay fifteen hundred and get back a thousand? Oh well, I had full coverage insurance, big deal. 
How long you been paying? Oh, seven, eight years. And the value of your car wasn't worth much? I had a guy call me, uh, I think it was Monday, Monday or Wednesday, one of those two. He said, should I put, keep full coverage insurance on what I'm driving today? What's it worth? I said, well, go. most people go to learntobuyandsellcars.com. We'll give you a figure of what it's worth. Then you weigh it up, what you're paying, what you think it's worth, what it'll return. And I told him, personally, you've got something that's worth some money. So I would continue to, the full coverage insurance for another year or two. And let's see what the market is. The market changes. Man, there's some vehicles here lately. They have dropped like a rock. They were bringing good money at ten grand, and now they're six, five, and six thousand in a matter of two to three months. The market changes. Things happen. Things are on the news. Recalls, uh, clause, class action suits, uh, airbag situations. I mean, there's so many moving parts on a vehicle that we don't know what is going on and how to keep up with it and how to know. It's just like if you knew how to buy a car 10 years ago. I've got salespeople, managers, uh, general managers that have run dealerships that don't know how to buy a car or handle the situation today. They've been out five, six, seven years. They've been retired. They're calling me where to go, what to do. Where I said, go where you used to work. Oh, no, I've been there. They've changed. They've changed their situations. They've changed their money structure. They've changed their pay structure. And they're after every dollar. They're not cutting me a deal. So I send them to the places I do business with, and they're they're buying from them. I mean, they're not even buying from the places where they used to work because the changes have made so many changes. You know, I I've looked at the business lately, especially because I'm writing these books and I'm working on them so hard. What makes a good dealership? What is the thinking? How much do the owners want? Is there never enough? There's big organizations, and Warren Buffett's one of them, that owns 67 dealerships, and he wants to buy 100 more. When's enough? There's, there's dealerships in this town that are multi-dealerships. When is enough? Now, if they share it around, and there's one guy here in town that's a great guy. I've studied him over the years and, and how why he's successful and how he does so well and how he works well with people and why he's successful. But he shares it. He brings in an organization of people that's done well from him, and they participate in the ownership of a dealership. Now, he is a giver, not a taker. Now, the other ones that own all of it and handle all of it, and there's never enough. When money's a factor, when it's your God, it's never enough. You want to get bigger, better, own more of them, get your name everywhere. And that's where it controls you. Now, what, how's that affect you? It's because when you walk into one of those dealerships, when money is never enough, when profit's never enough, I, I told you about a dealership making five million dollars several years ago, and the owner was hacked off. That wasn't enough. That's not enough money. Wow! What does it take? Where does it make you happy? Where is your joy? Where is the relationship with your employees? It doesn't make enough. So when they never enough, where are they going to get that money? 
you, Bubba, when you walk in, hey, Bubba, come on in here. We got a deal for you. Man, we love you. We're going to take care of you. We got this car right here. And then you tell them, I want a $400 a month payment. Yeah, yeah, come on, Eddie. We're going to give you that $400 a month payment. But we're going to give you this one that's on special. We're going to give you this one that's special because we get more money back. And I get a bigger bonus on it. Come on in here, Bubba. We got a deal for you. 400 a month. Oh, by the way, 84 months. Well, we're not going to mention 84 months. We're just going to, we're going to target that $400 a month payment. And we've got you sold on that $400 a month payment. And you're ready to, oh, you're trading? We're going to jump your trade in. We'll make two, 3000 on it. It's no big deal. And then we're going to stretch your payments out a few more months. Interest rate, you didn't mention interest rate. We sold you on 400 a month. So the interest rate, we're going to bump it up a little bit, you know, and we'll stretch it out. We're going to get the cheapest car we can put in there that probably you could have lived with about 280 a month. And we're going to pick up that extra 120 a month. Can you go for 84 months? Well, 72, well, 60 months? What can you handle? Oh, we're not going to mention months. You know, we're just going to give you this contract and highlight the 400 a month that you wanted when you walked in the door. So guy that works for me mentioned that, and I said, okay. You know, you probably could have bought it a lot cheaper. You don't know what the months are. You don't know who finance. How do people... Walk in these dealerships, walk out, don't know what they owe, who financed it, how many months. It's because they focused on selling that payment to you. Now, if you got to have too much for your trade, no problem, Bubba. Come on in here, man. You want ten thousand for your or your old wore out car? Well, we we we're gonna make your day, Bubba. Yeah, come on in here. We're gonna save this new car, and we're gonna give you ten thousand for your old car. Yeah, come on in here. Oh, by the way, sign right here. We're giving you see the ten thousand. I get you your ten thousand for your car. But we're going to hammer you on your payment. We're going to hammer you on the interest. We're going to hammer you on the length. We're going to throw a little extended warranty in there at the full pop. We're going to put a little gap in there because you're going to probably need gap because we're going to bury you in this deal. So you need a little gap. Well, see, that's the key, pinpointing you on what you want to buy and how you want to be in control. I won the game. Hooray! I won. I got the best score on this deal. I got the best deal. They gave me ten thousand for my wore out car, and I still owe fifty thousand. How'd that happen? Excuse me. Did I make a mistake? I got news for you. You think you can beat trained professionals? They go to school three hundred and sixty five days a year for the rest of their life. In the last five years, it's changed tremendously. I got a fistful of books right here. That's all car books. I mean, there's there's 15 of them here. And just like I explained last week, Alabama's got an awesome coach. Great coaches build winning teams. Hey, that's what they're using winning teams to sell you, to get every available dollar. Overhead is just exploded in these new car dealerships. It takes such a tremendous amount of money to keep them open, keep the doors open, keep them going. So they got to make the money off of you. Give us a call here, 210 340 
888-825-9585. No dumb questions. I promise you I won't embarrass you. This is Randy Adams, learn to buy and sell cars.com. Hey, if you have any other questions you'd like to talk to me, and if you don't, I'm going to give my mobile out a little later. But if you don't call my office, 830-625-7159. Has some free auto buying. We took it offline. Uh, it got too expensive. Wasn't, wasn't doing what they promised to do, like, you know, just like everybody in the business nowadays. It, the picture looked bigger and better. Than what it was, but hassle free auto buying is a service we have for $195. We'll f- find you a new car, make sure your interest rate's right, make sure you're doing the right thing, getting plenty for your trade, buying the right car at the right price. Uh, we've had a lot of happy people with the service, so give us a call, 830 625 7159. But fantasies is a little bit of the they they give you that dream world in commercials nowadays. They think about how they're going to put you and you're going to be special and you're going this car is going to last forever and it's going to keep its we got the best resale value on the vehicle. There was an advertisement about 2 years ago and a friend of mine fell for it. He said, "Man, they're saying they got the best return on on the money." And I said, well, yeah, but it's $90,000 for a new one. He said, so? I said, I know you can afford 90000 but are you going to be happy with $40,000 value in two years? He said, well, that's $50,000 loss. I said, yeah, they're talking percentage-wise, value of percentage-wise. I said, but we can put you in a great car. For about thirty five, forty thousand, and you'll lose more on that car in two years than what the other car will cost you. Take my advice. Do what your little heart desires. There's two kinds of cars afford and can't afford. The good news is you can afford ninety thousand. The good news is you can afford a fifty thousand dollar loss. And that's if you don't put too many miles on now. It's gonna be worth twenty five thirty if you put a lot of miles on it. But are you going to be happy with that loss? If you're happy with that loss, do it. And that's what I explain to my friends and neighbors and everybody that asks me. Because I want to look, I want to make a decision today that will pay off tomorrow. I want to look at what's going on today so I understand what the value is tomorrow. So that's where I stand. What are you doing with your money? What's, what's it worth what can you invest it in? Fifty thousand dollars in two years, and it might be sixty if you put a lot of miles on it. You can buy a rent house for that, and let income coming in. I don't know. I I love Lifestyles Unlimited. Member of them, great organization. I've been in real estate all my life, buying and selling and renting, and I've learned so much from them. But what are you investing in? Too many people sign that contract today, and they're signing a seven-year contract, think about seven years ago. What was your life like? What was going on? Now, think about seven years in advance. Are you going to keep your job? Is your health going to be good? Are you going to have to help your family members? What's your children going to be? Do they need college? Are they just everything? I mean, do they need a new vehicle or some kind of transportation? 
you've got to think of everything and look at the whole picture of what's going to be happening the next seven years. That's why you need to go to learntobuyandsellcars.com. Free site. Don't cost you nothing. We're working on it. I'm about to get back on it, trying to even improve. Working on a book. More radio stations we're talking to about more shows. I've got a spiral notebook full of stuff I haven't even talked about. Fantasies. I'm not dreaming, are you? Fantasies about a dealership taking care of you. Fantasies of believing that he's your friend. That you got the best deal when you walked out that. You know, so many people have that that fantasy feeling. Walking out of that dealership. Oh, man, it smells new. It looks new. And it's so awesome. But about six months, a year after that, new feeling. Did you lose that loving feeling? Did you pray to the Lord you're going to be worth some money after another six years of payments? I want you to think about it. Think outside the box. Examine all your thinking. And if you can afford that $90,000 car, that $90,000 truck, Bubba, do it. Don't let me stand in the way. But I want you to realize what it's going to be worth in three, five years down the road. I want you to realize what the value of a loss is. And if you're happy with it, I'm happy with it too. Learn to buy and sell cars.com. We're going to zip through it real quick uh, right after this next break. We're going to take a short break. We'll be back. Be sure and uh, give us a call, 210-340-9585. And I'm going to give out my mobile number right after this. We start the second half of this show. Thank you for tuning in. God bless you. Give us a call, 210-340-9585. There's no dumb questions. North Park Toyota of San Antonio is an auto dealership where you can buy from a dealer that truly cares most about your complete satisfaction before and after the sale. North Park Toyota of San Antonio is the only dealer in Texas to earn Toyota's most exclusive and prestigious award, the President's Cabinet Award for 2013, 2014, and now 2015. This award recognizes operational superiority, high volume sales, and most importantly, outstanding customer satisfaction. At North Park Toyota of San Antonio, we feature hassle-free, no games, no gimmicks, posted pricing every day on every vehicle. We don't mark them up just to mark them down. Every new Toyota comes with complimentary Toyota care, two years or 25,000 miles of no charge maintenance with a complimentary car wash. And we will buy your car even if you don't buy ours. Appraisal purchase offer valid for 10 days from the date of appraisal. North Park Toyota of San Antonio, I-35 South, exit 144 Fisher Road, and 24 hours a day at NorthParkToyota.com. We'll be back with more of Randy Adams and Learn to Buy and Sell Cars on AM630 KSLR. 
Now, back to Randy Adams and learn to buy and sell cars on AM 630 KSLR. Hello, San Antonio. This is Randy Adams again. Learn to buy and sell cars.com. Uh, just had a caller wanting my office number, and that number is 830-625-7159. And my mobile number is 830-708-4789. I'll get my mobile again a little later, but it's 830-708-4789. We have a caller online. Okay. Oh, okay. That was a caller. Thank you for calling in. Hey, give me a call. Anybody would like to talk to me, 210-340-9585. There's no dumb questions. The only ones is ones that you don't ask because everybody needs to know. Everybody needs to understand what's going on. The changes, the demanding Things that's going on in these dealerships, demanding the profit, demanding on the the stress level in in dealerships in the last fifty years, has probably gone up a thousand percent, and that might be even a little light. You know, true friends always think of other people first, just not themselves. Other people first, not themselves first. Friend or foe. Dealerships, Do, are they thinking about themselves first? Or are they thinking about you first? Are they thinking about your well-being, what you need? You know, I asked a lot of questions when I talk to people because I'd rather put them in a vehicle that fits their situation, fits their budget, fits what they want to spend for a happy customer versus a customer that's not happy. I'd rather see somebody happy and come back than somebody be put into something they can't afford that doesn't fit their family, doesn't fit their budget, doesn't fit nothing. But that's the way 95% of the dealerships are. Now, in San Antonio, 80% will rip you off. 20% will tell you the truth. I know the ones that will tell you the truth. I deal with those guys. There's some dealerships in this town I won't even talk to. And they all know me due to 50 years in the, in the process. But let's, let's go over that again. Uh, hit Facebook, please. And I'll turn it back on. And so we're going Facebook Live again. But true friends always think of other, the other person first, not just themselves. So that puts the salespeople in the friend or foe. You know, we're people who are openly and gracious admit their mistakes. But have you ever had a car dealer apologize to you for burying you, selling you a car that didn't work, selling something that made more money for them? I've never heard of a car dealer apologizing for selling you. Hey, and what man makes breaks? None of them last forever. That's why they have warnings. That's why they have uh, recalls. That's why there's class action suits. Even new ones have a problem. So when you're buying one of these problems, dealers don't even apologize for that. They don't apologize for taking you outside your budget, selling you something. I read an article in in the car magazine uh, a year ago. Now this guy goes in to buy his wife a new van. 
and he walks out with a jacked-up four-wheel drive Sequoia. He was going to buy a Toyota Sienna van, and he comes out with a jacked-up four-wheel drive Sequoia, fuel mileage double, doesn't fit the family. Now, his wife's going to have a problem getting in and out of it, but he got switched. They pushed his button. We're trained to push your button. We're trained to work on your emotions. We're trained to put you in something, switch you something. You don't think they're not trained? You can go to YouTube and look up the classes, so many classes on teaching people how to be a great salesperson to sell you. It's on YouTube. There's a, there's a hundred of them, from the best to the worst, and they're pretty entertaining. I watch them. For education on this show. I didn't know they were there. One day I happened to see on back of one of these magazines about it. So I went to it. And they were right. There's complete training. There's 30-minute, 45-minute training. And the number one thing is they all say, don't mention budget. Do not mention budget to these people at all. Not at all because, you know, we don't need that. But, you know, sometimes I wonder if the we don't see the salespeople in Proverbs. Like Proverbs 10, 18, who, he who hides hatred has lying lips, and he who spreads slander is a fool. Well, that kind of fits a salesperson because he hides his hatred for you. And you think, well, now hold it. He don't have hatred for me. Well, if he's selling you something for too much money, he's trying to take all the money out of your budget. He's not your friend. He's not thinking about you first. But his love for money is number one. So he'll lie to you, spin you, foursquare you. When you're not 100% telling the truth, are you lying? Is that what fits most people? You know, when you know the difference, here's the question. When you know the difference and you don't say the difference, when you know the truth and you don't say the truth, are you lying? Are you misleading your customers? That's why I want you to go to learntobuyandsellcars.com. Follow the easy process. First off, get your credit score. Go to ftc.gov, ftc.gov. Get your credit score. See what it is. Look at your credit. Clean it up. I've got a great guy in Corpus Christi that can do it online with you. He used to work for Dave Ramsey. Good guy. Show you what you need to do to get your credit score up as best you can so you can get the interest rate as low as you can. So get look at it. See if there's some mistakes on there. See if there's stuff you should have paid you didn't. See if something that, you know, is on there that's not even yours. See if somebody's been messing with your credit. It's something you need to look at, ftc.gov. After you've looked at it, after you've got it the best you can, then talk to five or six, seven banks, credit unions. See what the best rates you can be. I was selling a car to a friend of mine not long ago. She went shopping for it. She found 8%. I said, oh, no, your credit's a lot better than that. What about keep shopping? She kept shopping. She found 2.3. Saved her a lot of money. 
But that's that's what you've got to do. You got to shop, shop, shop. Another friend of mine said, Randy, uh, I found the same interest rate at a credit union that I've got at my bank. I said, Well, go with a new person. He said, Why? I said, Open up new avenues. Open up new options. Keep that other banker available for emergency or something where if you have to get some money in a hurry or something comes up, you can go to him. So that's the key. Options, more options, looking at the whole playing field. Understand what you need to spend, what you need to do. And after you've talked to your banker, you know exactly what your interest rate is, what the total note's going to be, how many months it's going to be. Because you, you came up with a ballpark figure, let's say, of 10000 I need to buy a car for 10000 I got two, 3000 down, or I got a trade-in. And so you know exactly what the vehicle's going to be. Now, stop and think about, well, I'm looking at this type of vehicle. Let's see what three-year-older, five-year-older vehicles with more miles than what I've got on this one I'm trying to buy, what's it going to be worth? So you know that option of what it's going to be worth when you get ready to sell it three to five years down the road. You've got some kind of idea. Now, if you made a decision on something that you think you want to buy, go talk to bank. I mean, your your uh, mechanic, body shops, talk to parts houses. The other day, I was buying a part, and, and the parts house said, "Oh man, we got plenty of them. They go out all the time." Well, I know now that I may every time I buy a car, I may have to change that part. What it cost me, you know. So I've got that in mind when I'm buying the next vehicle like that. Hey. Talk to everybody. Go to Consumer Report. Go on the Internet. See if there's any clash action suits. See if there's any recalls. That's all on the Internet under the manufacturer that built that vehicle. So now you've got it set up. You understand what you're buying. You made a decision yes or no on it. You know what you're about, what you're going to spend. Now it's time to start shopping and shopping and shopping. Now, if you have a trade-in, you should have already been to my website, learntobuyandsellcars.com. Go to the side that describes your car. Take 15 minutes. Act like you're buying the car. Act like, oh, man, I need to look at this car. Seriously, I need to know what it's worth. So look at it real hard. Make notes. Drive it. Make sure, listen for noises. See if the air works, this, that, and the other. Write it all down. And then go to the website and describe it to me. I'll tell you what I'll give. I'll give you fair market value. That way, if you trade it in, you can add some money to it. If you're going to sell it on your own, add some more to it. If you're going to publish it and try to get it out there where you're going to sell it to the public, maybe a little more. So now you know what your trade-in's worth. When you walk into a dealership, you got that in mind. You've shop, shop, shop. You look for new market, old market. I've explained that to you. Quickest, easiest way to explain that. Stock was in January a hundred dollars. Now it's seventy dollars. Do you want to pay the hundred dollars, or you want to pay the seventy dollars? The market was higher in January, February, and it is now. Even though we're still short on nice, low mileage cars and trucks. Now they're bringing a premium. If you need to go to a guide, you got NADA book, you got Blue Book, you've got all kinds of books to tell you what a car's worth. Then you've got market that you can look at and back up two or three grand to see what the dealers are trying to make. Some dealers are trying to make big money. Some dealers try to move them quick and take shorter profit. But you can see the difference in the game. But you want a good deal always starts with a good car. Make sure the car's a good one.
I had a guy that uh, I was a thousand higher on a car just recently than another dealership, and I, the guy said, "I think they're about equal." Well, come to find out, they wasn't equal. He's had a lot of headaches with this one. I sold this one to some other people. They love it. But you've got to look at the car, look at the condition, see if there's any service records or not, see if there's been in the shop or not, take it to the mechanic, see which one was the best car or not. And when, when you were talking about a $1,000, a $20,000 car, you're talking about a small percentage. Now, if that had been a $1,000 on a $2,000 car and it's 50%, well, then, yeah. I was too high, but I had a quality car, better miles, new tires, nicer car, uh, no paint work. See, uh, in my book, my ghostwriter, Chuck, has brought up a good point. Uh, Carfax and auto checks not always right. We see a lot of cars that have been in an accident that don't show up on Carfax. We've been we've seen a lot of cars that. Carfax and AutoCheck make mistakes on the mileage. So that's something you need to take. You need to look at it and examine it and get a body shop, look at it, and, and see where you're at because they may miss it. And it's it's a good judge. It's on an average of probably 70 to 80%. They're right. So now you've got all your information. You've decided on a car. You've decided a new market, old market. You know what your trade's worth. You've got your banking lined up. You know you don't want to buy extended warranty from a dealership. You want to or a, or a gap unless you put a whole lot of miles on. So now it's time to make that decision and buy that car. So you've got to make up your mind when you walk in that dealership. You're not going to be spun, four-squared. You know what you're going to spend. You know what you should spend. You know what you're supposed to get for your trade. And you've got your financing lined up. The first thing they're going to tell, oh, no, let us finance it. Oh, yeah, they want to make that extra money. That's your money that you've got to pay income tax on to pay to the dealership or to the lending institution. So... Now you've got it all lined up. You know what it's worth. Now you're making a decision. I had a guy call me the other day. He said, I'm ready to buy a car. I said, why? He said, I paid this one off. I said, I'll tell you what you should do. I sent him to a detailed place. I said, detail it up to get ready to sell it and see if it's, you know, you might want to fall back in love with it. He sent it, got a detail, and he called back, and he said, you know, what should I do? I said, if you just got to buy another new car. Make payments to yourself. Keep yours. It looks like new again. He said, yeah. I said, do you know the previous owner? Did he take care of it? He said, yeah. I said, so you took care of it. You know the previous owner, and it's got life left in it. Yeah. I said, well, I got the good news and the bad news. Bad news is it's lost a lot of money value-wise. The good news is it's on the bottom. It should keep its value for a while, and you can put some ad miles to it, and it's not going to lose much more money. I said, so if you make payments to yourself and your car's worth seven grand today, two, three years from now, still being worth four or five grand, maybe go up because we may have a shortage of cars the way it's going because all the people moving to the United States. I said, and then so if you put in 500 a month for three years, you have $18,000 and you've not lost much money on your car. That's a lot better investment than going buy another new one and in three years be in the same situation you are now. He said, I've never thought about it that way. 
I said, well, it's, you know, make payments to yourself. Be a banker. How would you like to be a banker? Boy, they don't build these billion-dollar buildings around here and put their name on there that they're not making any money. They, they're, make, they're using your money to make money. Now, we'll take your money and make money with it. If you want to invest it, whatever you want to do, but make payments to yourself because you are liable to be in the same situation. I got friends of mine. They gotta have a brand new truck, and all they ha- they haul is air, and they'll go out and they buy a new one every three years, and they got a six year payment, five year used to be five year and six, now seven. So they get a hundred thousand miles on the truck, and they've lost all that value, and they trade it in, and they roll it into the next note. Well, they pay good, and they've got excellent credit. So the banks and them said, yeah, we make more interest. Guess what? You got a big old note, they make more money. Yeah, yeah. And you say, well, they're only charging me 3%, 2%. Well, the banks still love it because you put $100,000 in the bank, they can loan it out 20 times. Well, 100000 at 20 times is $2 million. How many notes is that? 60, 70, 80. At two three percent, that's a one hundred and fifty to two hundred percent interest. You can you live on two hundred percent interest? Uh, the banks can. That's why they build the big buildings. They got advantage. Now it works the system and entice them to loan more money, and we need that system. I'm not bad mouthing the system. It's just the way it works. Yes, they they've got that opportunity. Some of them can do it thirty to one, because of the way the laws are. Because if we went down to one-to-one, they wouldn't loan as much money. They wouldn't be free with the money. They wouldn't make as much money. And they need to make money. They got the money. You know, guy with the gold wins. Well, they're winning because they got opportunity. But now, what about your opportunity? What are you doing with your money, your opportunity, your talent? Let me give you my phone number again real quick because before I f- I'm getting into something, I may forget about it. 830-708-4789. Uh, bad news is I don't have a battery charger with me today. So if you don't get me today, call me Monday. Uh, be glad to talk to you. And I will answer. If, you, if I don't answer right away, wait a little while and keep calling because I get so many calls every day that I may not get to you. And right now I'm super busy with a lot of stuff going on. So, you know, you understand that the bank's going to make money. You understand what you're trying to buy. You understand what you're walking into. You understand the loss of value. You understand that you're going to have maintenance and upkeep and tires and brakes and insurance and this, that, and the other. Man, I, I don't want to stress you out. You'd be riding a bicycle. You get thinking about what it costs. <laughs> you want to ride bicycle. Well, you get better shape anyway. But the, the roads are not made for the bicycles, and we travel so far. You know, we don't live close. I used to live nine-tenths of a mile from my office. I loved it. Man, it was quick and easy to get there. Loved every bit of it. So... That's what we've got to think about. How many miles you're putting on, what you're doing, where you're going. And so if you've got any questions, give me a call. I'd love to answer them. So you're taking on a battle. I guarantee you're taking on a battle every day. We got a caller online, is that correct? Jimmy, Jimmy, how you doing today? 
Good, how are you? Good. I love you, man. I appreciate the questions. Uh, no, the reason I called is because I have a friend of mine that, that uh, you know, he bought a car and I know he paid too much for it. And he was paying the high payments and then he, he couldn't make the payments anymore and he got his car repoed. And, and he needed a car to go to work because so, he works far away. Far away and, puts uh, a lot of miles on. So the question is, you've got a friend that lost his car and now he's, is he trying to find something or what's he trying to do? Well, he's saving up now and trying to find something. You know, I know his credit card got ruined because he got oh, car yeah. got So I, I, I told him I heard about you. I heard about you. I listened to you last last month and I heard. I said, Yeah, this guy sounds legit. You know, and he he's a man of God. And, you know, and I try my best. I know, I know. Nobody's perfect. I know, sir. I know. I, my wife perfect. don't think I am anyway. But it, well, my wife doesn't. My wife doesn't think I am either. So. <laughs> So, but anyway, I've been married 32 years, so I mean, uh, still have together 28. So I understand the problem. Uh, so, um, give me a but I, did you write my mobile number down? Yes, sir. I gave you. Uh, I texted him your mobile number and. Tell him to give me a call. I'll send him a place, or I'll try to find him something. I, this probably shouldn't. The way I explain this may not be right, but I've explained to people when they know that they cannot keep their car and they're struggling and they're going to make a payment, but they know that it's the end is near of them losing a car, save that money, don't spend it, don't make the payment, and then try to make save up all they can till they get it repoed. And, and then yeah. they'll have a little cash money to find them something and just start searching. Search Craigslist. I know there's some scams on there, but you've got to search it hard. Talk to the people in your church. Talk to your friends. Talk to your relatives. Talk to your coworkers. And just go to talking big time. I need a car. Has anybody got a cheap car? Yeah. And a lot of people are embarrassed to ask for a car, I believe. And, and we shouldn't be embarrassed. It's it's a way of life, and especially he probably got talked in. I had a friend of mine that had bad credit, and they put him in a new car, and he couldn't afford it. He was in it for six months, you know, and he was embarrassed he got in. I said, hey, you got talked into something you shouldn't have got talked into. The dealership knew you shouldn't have bought that unit. The dealership knew that they were going to sell the note. But what these dealerships do, they take a bad credit, roll it in with a bunch of good credit, and tell the, the banks, you got to take them all. And they took this buddy. They get the profit on the deal. They get to count with the, the manufacturer. And they don't care about the repo because it goes to the lending institution. And that's what happened to your buddy. He shouldn't be ashamed. He needs to get out and work everybody and talk to everybody and go to searching for something that's cheap that will get him around, save up money, and build himself back up. Yes, sir. Well, that was a good question, Jaime. I'm glad you brought that up. That was excellent because there's a lot of people out there in the same situation. As your friend. And you, you know what I'm doing, too? I haven't been obedient with it too much, but, you know, I have a I have a, a 2010 Hyundai, and I paid it off already about a year ago. And uh, and I said, you know what? And they, then they called me, like, they called me. They knew my note was up. They called me, and they said, hey, uh, uh, Mr. Ben Martin, uh, you, said, you want to trade in your car? I said, no, I'm, I'm fine. It's still not good. You know, I changed the oil and everything. And, 
And they said, well, yeah, we can get you a new car. I said, no, my daughter's in college right now, and what I'm going to do, I'm going to pretend I'm making $316. Make those payments to yourself. They're going to entice you to come in there. They're going to take everything they can. Jaime, thank you for calling. We're out of time. Right. I appreciate the call. Oh. Give me a call anytime and tell your friend to give me a call anytime. But there's a lot yes, of people sir. out there in the same situation. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Thank you for tuning in. God bless each and every one of you listeners. Hey, 99% of addictions are tied to unforgiveness to mother, father, or spouse. Forgive everybody. Live longer. I love you, San Antonio. God bless you. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.